Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk for telling your daughter that you won't be paying for anything relating to their quinceañera? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for refusing to help my sister with her kids and telling her she can ask our parents, since I'm so ungrateful, childish, and spiteful? I, 24-year-old female, am the youngest of two. My sister Elizabeth is 28. Growing up, she was the golden child and I was the scapegoat. While she could do no wrong, I could never do anything right where our parents were concerned. Her opinion and feelings held all the weight, while mine held none at all. My parents have described Elizabeth as the perfect daughter and their dream come true. They also lived in a country with no abortion access when mom got pregnant with me. I believe because they didn't want another child or because I looked like my mom's deadbeat father that I was treated as I was. Elizabeth and I were not close growing up. Sometimes she would throw the favoritism in my face with questions. Why don't mom and dad ask what your favorite food is? Why do they never take you on special trips? Why do you have to do the chores to earn birthday and Christmas gifts? I was 12 when I spoke to a trusted adult who said golden kids sometimes don't realize how wrong it is and can be really messed up by the favoritism but can grow to be better people. I was encouraged to keep the door open and told she might be my biggest ally. So, even though I got punished for crap she'd do like sneaking out, I hoped. Three years ago, Elizabeth came to me and said she hated how our parents treated me and she was sorry for being insensitive as a kid. We got close, which I loved. She told me she basically had no contact with our parents. I found out a few months ago that it was a lie and she was always in contact with our parents and I found this out thanks to her throwing a party to celebrate the birth of her second child. My parents were there and commented that they were glad they had a child to give them grandkids, and since they would only ever have two grandkids, they could spoil them rotten. Elizabeth beamed. Elizabeth's mother-in-law asked about me, and Elizabeth scowled at her for asking. It really hurt to see her react like that. Elizabeth asked for my help a lot. Babysit, pick up groceries, come help with the kids, etc. She would mention mom and dad and how great they were as parents and how they'd be even better grandparents. I reminded her they were terrible parents to me. She rolled her eyes the first couple of times, but then she said I was ungrateful and childish considering all they had done for her, and she said it was spiteful to be angry at them after all this time. I told her I had every right to be, and she said I hold on to petty crap because I'm spiteful. I brought up the fact that she lied about having no contact with mom and dad, and she called me childish again. My sister's husband was injured, and she started to struggle with the kids and seeing him. She asked me for help with the kids and I found out she only asked me because our parents were busy and she didn't want to inconvenience them. I refused to help her and told her she should ask our parents since I'm so ungrateful, childish, and spiteful. She said I was a jerk for my response and lack of help. Am I the jerk? I just can't personally blame OP here. If I experienced what OP went through and then experienced the betrayal as an adult on top of that, I wouldn't want to be helping anybody out, especially when it just comes to making the lives easier of the people who mistreated you and never cared for you growing up. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not including my nephew and referring to my niece as my daughter? 
My brother has two kids, Henry, 17, and Aria, 16. Henry is his wife's child, and Aria is his affair partner's child. While he is a good dad to Henry, he is a terrible dad to Aria. He is the every-other-weekend dad who does the bare minimum. Unfortunately, Aria has a terrible mom too, so she spends most of her time at my home. I love experiencing new things like new food, new activities, going to new cities, and Aria has started to enjoy these too, so a few times a week, we like to try something new. She also has an Instagram page that she posts everything she does. A few days ago, my brother called me and said that Henry's upset that I never include him, and asked if I could take Henry with me as well sometimes. That's when I lost it. I asked him if he seriously expects me to parent his son too, while I basically had to adopt his daughter. I told him that frankly, I don't care that Henry is feeling left out, and I'm not going to include him in activities I do with my daughter. He called me a jerk both for excluding Henry and referring to Arya as my daughter. I mean, I think it comes down to how Arya feels. But, I mean, if for all intents and purposes you are being that mother in her life and she wants that title, I don't really see a great big deal in it. It's not like this guy can really complain when they're being a deadbeat. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my stepmother that by her standards, I'm better than her? It sounds weird and I may very well be the jerk, but I'm not sure I regret it even so. Background, my mom died when I was four. My dad remarried when I was seven. We'll call my stepmother Sheila. Sheila is the personification of the trade wife trope. And while she's not quiverful movement, she comes from a similar background. Basically, her entire self-worth is wrapped up in how many kids she has and how nice her house is kept. She has a lot of disdain for career women, especially unmarried childless ones. Needless to say, I do not like or agree with Sheila, and I have no idea what my dad sees in her. My mom was the opposite. My teenage years were one long, constant argument because 1. I refused numerous times to be adopted by Sheila. 2. I have 6 half-siblings and I refuse to help her raise them. And 3. I'm pretty much everything Sheila disapproves of. My dad tried to mediate as best as he could, but it was a difficult situation. Needless to say, I do not go home often. I keep in contact with my dad, but I ignore anything from Sheila unless it's an emergency. I completed my surgical residency not long ago, so I took some time off for a vacation and a quick visit with my dad before I really get stuck into my practice. I agreed to come to their house for a cookout, knowing that I would probably be annoyed, but it was something nice my dad wanted to do for me. Now, I don't have a children or a partner. I love my career and I like being solo. Still, when I was an undergrad, I figured if I'm not going to use my eggs, someone might as well get some use out of them. I did three rounds of egg donations and put the money towards med school. As a result, at last report, I have eight biological offspring. Sheila decided to start her usual, when are you going to settle down nonsense, and I was set to ignore her as usual. But then she said, don't think you're better because you have money. A woman's worth is in her home and children. I said, well, that would mean I'm still better than you because I have more bio children than you do. A nice home and a successful career. She just stared at me for a minute and left. She didn't come back outside while I was there. My dad called later to ask what happened, and said that even though she shouldn't have started the conversation in the first place, it was a low blow. She couldn't have more children after the last one, and she was very upset to be reminded of that. Plus, she's always thought that I looked down on her. 
I do, but not because of her lifestyle choice, more so because she's so judgmental about it herself. Anyway, my dad wants me to apologize. A couple of the older half-siblings have sent me radioactive texts about it. I think she walked into that one, but given her fertility issues and knowing how much self-concept she has wrapped up in a big family, it might have been a little over the line. Am I the jerk? I don't think Gopi's the jerk here. Honestly, I think the stepmother set the ground rules. They're the one that hurled that baseball right at OP. Little did they know, OP was ready like Babe Ruth. Our next story is, am I the jerk for undermining my sister-in-law's parenting and making her daughter hate her? I, female 38, have two daughters, female 13 and female 8, with my husband Max, male 40. Max's sister Rose, female 30, has an 11-year-old daughter, Anna. Rose never told us who Anna's dad is, and he's not in the picture. Max's mom helped Rose with childcare till she graduated college. Unfortunately, she, Max's mom, died in 2020 due to COVID. Rose had to leave the city for a month for her work. She asked if we could take in Anna, and we agreed. In our house, my kids are responsible for washing their own dishes and putting them in the dishwasher, putting clothes in the laundry, and cleaning up their own messes. I don't assign any chores or have them help out more, because I believe they should use that time for studying or any other activities they partake in. But they also don't have phones and have to use laptops in common areas, so they're not goofing off. They both read a lot, which I love as a bookworm myself. They don't have bedtimes or a rule to keep their rooms perfectly clean. I was raised in a house where both of these existed, and I hated them. Little messiness, while ruining aesthetic, won't kill me. I do teach them all life skills, such as cooking, cleaning, laundry, shopping, etc., Even my 8-year-old knows this. I just do this during vacations. I don't like taking time away during school year. They're expected to do well in school and get into activities, which they do. This was surprising to Anna when she came to live with us. Rose had strict rules about bedtime, room cleanliness, and asked Anna to help with all chores. My bookworm school-oriented kids made Anna want to study more. She asked if I could help her study like I helped my kids. I said yes, and she performed really well in school that month. Her A's went up on our fridge with her cousins, and we were all happy for her. But when Rose came back last month and took Anna home, her grades started dropping again. Anna blamed Rose for making her work so hard and said, I hate you. I wish OP was my mom. Rose called and blamed me for putting ideas into her daughter's head, that she doesn't have a partner and can't maintain a perfect house like me. She said I was a jerk for undermining her parenting and making her daughter hate her. Am I the jerk? I mean, I get if it would be a little harder to have such lax rules in a household where maybe it's just them two. You know, in a situation like that, maybe the kid does have to do a little bit more chore-wise. But what Opie did here was in no way malicious, in no way was trying to go against any parenting I just don't think you can find a way to pin OP as the jerk in this situation. This next story is, am I the jerk for calling my daughter-in-law a freaking hypocrite and leaving without her? My daughter-in-law has a lot of boundaries. She has high-functioning autism. The first day I met her, she gave a list of everything I can't do around her, and if I did, she'll leave and tell me off. Some of the stuff makes sense. Other crap just seems like a power move. There are a lot of things, but one of them is no matter what, you have to be on time. If not, she will not let you in or leave without you. 
On their wedding day, me and my spouse were late due to a large crash in the city. We sat in the back when we came in. Everyone knew what happened since multiple people were affected. She chews us up in her wedding speech. Next big thing was we were five minutes late to get to dinner with them, and she was ticked and told us to leave. Our son doesn't do anything about it. Today we were supposed to meet them so we can drive them to the airport. We started calling them 15 minutes into them being late. No answer. They were an hour late when they got to the spot. I told them I can't drive them anymore since I need to get to my club and go Uber. This ended up in an argument and I called her a hypocrite. They left after I drove away and my son's calling me a jerk and I need to apologize for this. Should I apologize? Yeah, I just can't blame OP here. Disability or not, you can't just firmly outline to everybody in your life, hey, you cannot be late to anything involving me. Especially when that includes things that are literally out of your control. It's just not fair. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not buying my girlfriend a new jacket after throwing her old one away? With the start of this month, my girlfriend and I moved back to my childhood home for a few months. And since nobody lived in my old room for quite a while, it was very cluttered. So a few weeks before we moved in, I went to my old room with my dad to get rid of old stuff I didn't need anymore, like old clothes and just any other junk I found in there. In the meantime, my family put some of my sister's clothes in the closets, as well as other stuff I wasn't entirely sure whose they were. So while I'm there cleaning and throwing stuff away, I see a woman's shirt and a jacket in one of the closets. I take a picture and send it to my girlfriend and ask her if they're hers. She responds, no, they're your exes. I say very funny, but wrong. At this point, I put my phone back in my pocket, throw the clothes away, and continue clearing out the room. Next time I look at my phone, I see that my girlfriend shortly after my last message wrote, they are mine, yes. Now, at this point, the trash bag with her clothes alongside at least five other trash bags are in the public bin. So I didn't feel like going picking through trash trying to find them and left them there. My girlfriend's been unhappy about this since it happened, mentioning a few times that I should buy her a new one, but I really don't think that's fair since I feel like it's almost entirely her fault for them being thrown out because of her joking with me in not the best moment. Today she sent me a picture of the same slash similar jacket from a store and asked if she can use my money to buy it. I responded that I'm willing to pay for half of it, to which she responded, I already paid for it once before. Am I the jerk for throwing away the jacket and not wanting to buy a new one? I think OP's kind of just the jerk for just their general lack of care altogether. I mean, just throwing away the clothes. In a situation where they were told, no, they're your exes, and they reply, very funny but wrong, clearly you knew that they were somebody's clothes, why is it so important to make sure to throw this away without double checking? Our next story is, am I the jerk for turning down my stepdad's offer to walk me down the aisle? I, 27-year-old female, have chosen to walk down the aisle alone on my wedding day. The decision was made for two reasons. My dad died when I was seven, and he would be my number one choice if he were alive, but he's not. And two, my mom has made it perfectly clear that she would find it disrespectful to my stepdad if she walked me down the aisle, and so would not do it. Given that both my parents are out and I don't want to ask my paternal grandparents to do too much, my grandma and I are already sharing a special dance. Walking alone is what I feel the most comfortable doing. I could ask my stepdad, and even when I contemplated my decision, I knew he would want to do it. But it would make me sad to have him walk me instead of my dad if I'm honest. 
I think my stepdad is a good man and he's tried his very best to be a dad for me, but I didn't want a dad when I lost mine. I wanted my dad. Nobody else was ever going to be able to fill that role in my heart. I asked my mom and stepdad if they would like to do a joint toast or two separate ones and whether they would like to walk down the aisle or dance to specific songs. While discussing this, my stepdad asked who I would be walking with and I told him I would be walking alone. He offered to do it and I said it was a lovely offer but I would walk alone. He pressed me on why and I said it felt like the best option. He said that it would mean the world to him if he could do it. If just once he could feel like he's a real dad and not just second place to my dad, I told him I understood but it wasn't an option on the table. He said he was already being shamed by having to watch me dance with my grandma when it should be a father-daughter dance. But to have everyone watch me walk alone when they know I have a stepdad is going to send a very big message. I know people will ask about details on our relationship, etc. I met my stepdad when I was 9 and he married my mom when I was 10. He offered to adopt me and give me his last name, and I turned him down five times in the eight years I lived with them. He was married before my mom, and he lost his wife and unborn baby in an accident. He was also made sterile by the same accident. He always longed to be a dad. We got along well, but our relationship was always more to him than it was to me. Where he sees a daughter and wants a daughter... I see a good man and someone who's a great spouse to my mom and is good to me, but does not feel the father role he wants to emotionally be for me. Physically, he did, but emotionally, I never felt like he was my dad. And everyone in our lives is aware that I feel as though I have one dad, and my stepdad is my stepdad. My mom and stepdad are not paying or contributing to the wedding in any way. My fiancé and I both have savings, and we're putting those into the wedding. Though our wedding will be smallish since we want to prioritize other things, my mom and stepdad say I'm rude and heartless for turning down the offer. Am I the jerk? While I agree with the notion that it would be nice, and yeah, I'm sure it would honestly make their day and probably year, if OP doesn't feel comfortable with that, it's not what OP wants. They have every right to feel that way. This next story is, am I the jerk for allowing my 13-year-old to decide to not see her dad anymore? Bit of background, X and I split about a year ago, after 15 years of marriage. He cheated, but it was my decision to end it. We have one 13-year-old daughter, Emma, together. Emma struggled a lot with the split. She's always been a bit of a daddy's girl, so him moving out was very difficult for her. He has her one night per week at his request. He's too busy to see her more. X met his new girlfriend within a few months of us separating. They don't live together currently. Girlfriend has four kids of her own, aged between 3 and 10. He introduced Emma to his girlfriend approximately 6 months ago. They all seemed to get along fine. Everyone was happy. The problem is that since then, every single time Emma has contact with her dad, girlfriend and her kids are present. Emma has no issue with the girlfriend or the kids in general. She likes them and wouldn't mind seeing them occasionally but she does find the other children a bit much sometimes, as she is used to being an only child. They do all activities as a family unit because any one-on-one -on -one time would be unfair on the other kids. On top of this, they all stay at his two-bedroom place when Emma is there, meaning five kids are sleeping in one bedroom. Emma has complained about a lack of privacy and expressed frustration at having to share her dad when she only gets to see him for just a few hours a week. 
I tried to discuss this with my ex and suggested a gradual transition might be better for everyone because at the moment all he's doing is damaging his relationship with Emma and breeding resentment long term. He basically said Emma is spoiled and I'm bitter and jealous because he has a new family now. He says Emma is the problem because she doesn't engage in their family life and that she needs to learn that she can't have all of his attention. She'll have to fit in with his new family eventually, so the sooner she gets used to it, the better. My argument is that he sees his daughter one night per week, which means he has six free nights to spend with his new family, and they've been dating six months-ish. They don't live together yet, so no need to force family time. Plus, it's been less than a year since we split, and I think Emma just needs a bit more time to adjust to such a massive life change. It's now at the point where Emma doesn't want to go to his at all, and to be honest, I don't want to make her. Obviously, if her dad was willing to listen to her concerns and consider her feelings, then I would encourage her to go. But he's made it clear he's not going to. We don't have any formal custody agreement in place, but X will most definitely blame me if she doesn't go, and I know he'll say she's too young to make this decision. It's my responsibility to ensure she sees him, etc. So, am I the jerk? Honestly, I don't think OP's the jerk. And whether or not they're ever going to see it and ever going to accept it, I think you're not doing this only for Emma, but also to preserve whatever relationship there still is between her and her dad. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my 42-year-old male, daughter, 14-year-old female, that I won't be paying for anything related to her quinceanera? So me and my ex-wife have four kids. 21-year-old male, 20-year-old male, 19-year-old male, and 14-year-old female. We got divorced back in 2015 because of her infidelity and did not end in good terms. She's always tried to put an image of herself as well put off, but in reality she relies on a man who she doesn't even love and only wants for money. Our youngest recently told us that she wanted to throw a party for her 15th birthday. My ex started looking into venues without telling me about it, and after she found one she liked, she called me to say I had to put money in to pay for it. I obviously told her no because I'd never agreed to it, and me and my current wife had already planned to throw my daughter a separate party, which did not include her. I suggested that she throw another separate party for her to celebrate on her own with her side of the family, but she got mad and berated me for being a horrible father and not providing for our child. My daughter's mad at me for not paying for the venue and she won't speak to me. The last thing she said was that she didn't want the stupid party me and my wife wanted to do. I'm so confused and a bit upset at the fact that they got mad at me for something that I never consented to. Am I the jerk? So, I think there's a bit of fault on both sides. I'm not wanting to say Opie's outright a huge jerk or anything. And they're definitely set up a bit here. But you don't want to contribute anything to the quinceanera that your kid wants just because your ex is married to a rich man doesn't mean that he has to foot the whole bill now and also i think there is a little bit of fault at saying oh i wasn't even going to consult her at all me and my wife were gonna throw a quinceanera party for her ourselves for a kid who's i'm assuming very much looking forward to their party they probably want at least a small hand in planning it. Maybe they want all of their family there, if possible, you know? Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting my son go to homecoming on my weekend? 
My son is a freshman, and his dad is telling me he wants to go to homecoming, but it's 6 to 10 p.m. on my Saturday. I get him Friday to Sunday night. I only see him four days a month right now, and he only sees his brother on weekends because my ex took my older son away from me to go live with him when he wasn't doing good in school with me. So I told his dad no and said it isn't fair to me or his brother to allow him to go, and I can't drive him there because it's an hour each way, so it would be four hours of driving for me. His dad said he would give up the Monday, but I'd still only get him from Sunday morning to Monday evening, which is less than my usual time. Well, my son is throwing a fit now, and his dad is telling me I don't put my kids first, but it's literally just a dance? I barely see my son, and I already up a lot of time for his football practice. OP is absolutely a huge jerk. Why is this about your time with the kid? Why is this not at all factoring in your kid and the life experiences that they want to go experience? You'd rather have them sit around and play Monopoly with you all day than go and have homecoming? I mean, just try and be a little bit more selfish, can you? And if you can't tell, that was sarcasm. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to let my stepsister come to a father-daughter trip I'm having with my dad and some other family members? My 15-year-old female, parents divorced when I was three, my dad quickly remarried after that to my now stepmother, no kids between them, though my stepmom, who I'll call Dora, has a 16-year-old daughter, Sam, who quickly bonded with my dad because her bio dad has never been in the picture. He loves her and treats her as his own, but we're not close and we don't really like each other, so anyway. She also primarily lives with my dad while I spend Friday night to Monday morning at his house and around three to five weeks during school break. Now, my paternal family is really outdoorsy. We like to do a bunch of things around that Sam is included, and we just ignore each other during them while enjoying our time with others. However, my dad, granddad, aunt, and I have a special treasure hunt we do around Christmas that is really special to me. It's like the only real time I have with my dad because while Sam is not as benchy as some I've read here, she really likes to demand both my granddad and dad's attention, and since they consider me tomboyish, they kind of ignore me to coddle her, which sucks. My dad asked me around my 10th birthday if he could invite Sam, and I said no. I've been saying no ever since, and while he doesn't like it, he respects it. He does other stuff with her without me, and I don't complain. This year, however, Sam is very adamant on going, and I just don't want to. My dad is pressuring me to let her come as well as Dora, while my aunt and grandma are insisting he just leaves this thing untouched between us. But my dad doesn't want to hurt his little girl's feelings. Not gonna lie, that stung. So I said that if he really wants her there, then he doesn't have to pick me up for Christmas this year and to just leave me be. I called my mom to pick me up and my dad tried to console me and apologize because I was crying, but I just asked him to leave me alone and got to the porch to wait. Sam and Dora insist that I'm a jerk and I'm acting selfish, but the way I see it, it's not like that. This is the only real thing that I have with my dad. I have to do everything else with him and Sam, or else I get a nasty look. I get that dad loves her. I don't care. But why do I have to share the only thing I have? I really don't blame OP. The problem here is that they're not prioritizing any one-on-one -on -one time with OP. I can't blame them for hanging on to this being the one last true between them thing and having that seemingly taken away as well. It is devastating. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at my mentally handicapped cousin for cutting up all my dresses? So recently my aunt, female 41, and her son, male 13, came home to my country from Sweden. We have a spare room where my dresses are hung since my room is a little small. They're sort of hidden away on a rack in the corner, so you have to pull them out to see them. My aunt and my cousin were going to sleep in there, which I didn't have a problem with. He's mentally handicapped, I don't really know what it is, and practically acts like a 7 year old, which is a little annoying, but I don't blame him or anything. When I woke up in the morning, it was really hot and everyone was downstairs, so I walked into the spare room to find a dress, only to find practically every single one with cuts and parts on the floor. I basically freaked out and instantly knew who it was, since my aunt and mom wouldn't do something like that. I stormed down the stairs and screamed at him, which attracted my aunt and mom to come immediately. I couldn't be calmed down at all since I bought most of the dresses with my own money. He started crying and my aunt hugged him, trying to console him whilst my mom started yelling at me for making him cry. He even admitted to it after a while, and even then they consoled him. My mom offered to pay for some, but it's only enough for like 10 dresses and I had over 30. Besides, I can't find some of my favorites in stores since we're getting closer to winter, and the fact that I was proud that I paid for it myself. Some of my family, including my mom and aunt, are telling me I'm in the wrong and to apologize to him, but I really don't think I'm wrong. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk here. I think it is, honestly, regardless of the circumstances, human for OP to react the way they did. I would never try to put down or make light of anybody with a disability, but I would say if they're acting like a 7-year-old, even 7-year-olds know that they shouldn't go around cutting dresses up. I mean, how long did they have to be unsupervised to cut like 30 dresses up? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.